coin talk. Here comes the thriller coin talk. Welcome to Thriller Coin Talk with Car Gonzalez. Broadcasting from Austin, Texas. Via SoundCloud and supported by listeners like you. Hello guys and welcome to another episode of Thriller Coin Talk. Uh, Today we are going to start off the show going for it. Going right for it. So we released a syndicator episode yesterday, and boy, did we piss a lot of people off. <laughs> like, no joke. So what I usually do is I usually handle the uh, distribution of the podcast. So what I'll typically do is I'll upload it to our Patreon, and then later I'll upload it to SoundCloud, and then later I'll upload it to to Reddit um, in that order. Um, I upload it usually... Or actually, most times, actually, I'll upload the episode, whatever it's pertaining to, crypto-wise, to that subreddit. And for the most part, um, people either agree with it or they don't. And every once in a blue moon, people will be really upset about it. So yesterday was no surprise. Syndicator is actually a very popular coin, guys. This is this is a coin, like I, I mentioned yesterday on yesterday's show, that... A lot of people on YouTube are talking about it. People have it picked as 2018's best crypto. There's there's a lot of there's a lot of bullish bets on this coin. So you got to keep that in mind. So I definitely kept that in mind when I was reviewing it. Um, if anything, it made me it actually made me look at it even harder because I did that. There was one mistake that I made yesterday. I made the mistake of not looking at interviews the uh, the two founders create or actually did. I also made a mistake of not reading their whole Medium uh, uh, webpage. Medium is like kind of like a social media platform where people where companies typically, especially these days, are releasing press release statements on there. And I made the mistake of not reading Syndicator's um, entire Medium webpage. So. Made those two mistakes. That's what cost cost me all this all this hate. <laughs> so the main mistake that I made was in the yesterday's podcast. In the main topic, I say that there's absolutely no way why somebody would want to use their app or get involved with their platform if they're not being compensated. Because it just didn't make any sense to me. I I looked I looked on their website. I looked at uh, interviews that they had on their own YouTube channel. I looked at um, I looked at uh, I didn't look at their Reddit, but the reason I don't look at Reddit is because that's a source for pumping um, that I just I don't I don't take an account. I look at Reddit to see if there's a community being built there, and that's a good thing. But when it comes to actual like taking advice from people on Reddit, I don't do it. Uh, it's not it's nothing against the people of, of Syndicator or their subreddit or anything against them or any other. Uh, any other, you know, podcast that we've done on another coin. I'm not going after those people or anything like that. This is not a hit piece or anything. This this podcast that I create are strictly for my listeners, people that are, you know, entertained by what I present every day because I do this podcast five times a week. I have a regular day job and I come home and record the podcast and spend about six to five hours recording a show. Um, there is no incentive for me to... Uh, shit on a coin, <laughs> as they would say, because uh, if anything, there's more incentive of me to 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 pump a coin and 
because I have such a big listenership and to invest in that coin and to, you know, pump it. That's there's more of an incentive for me to do that. But I don't do that. Like, I don't do that. Uh, So sure enough, made the mistake of not putting on there that they actually do pay out in Bitcoin, which I still think is kind of because I looked at honestly, I'm talking directly to the syndicator subreddit right now. Honestly, guys, I looked at all the links that you provided. Uh, There's somebody that provided an interview with the co-founders on a totally different website. I'm sorry if I didn't click on that link, but like I said, I'm not looking at subreddits when I'm when I'm in when I'm looking at these coins, just because that's a place for like-minded people to talk about like-minded things. It's not a place to do some research on an actual cryptocurrency that you're about to invest in a lot of money. I'm sorry. That's just my point of view. So I made the mistake of not putting on there that uh, that they actually pay out on Bitcoin. It's funny because when I signed up for the app, nowhere did it say um, when I was joining that I was going to be receiving any Bitcoin. You would have to you actually have to click on the far bottom left of the app. There's like a little BTC logo. You click on that and it says you will earn here. Let me get this right for for syndicator subreddit because I'm sure they're listening. So it literally says here. I'm opening the app right now, guys. Loads the app. At the very bottom, you have to hit the, the little hamburger menu on the top left. Once you hit the menu, you can see at the very bottom it says one BTC crypto markets prize ends in 26 days. Underneath it, it says six thousand prize fund in February ends in 26 days. I don't know what the fuck that means. To me, it, that sounds like okay, crypto markets prize ends in 26 days. Okay, fine. You click on that. And then it says every month, one BTC prize is distributed among all analysts with a positive balance of monthly scores in their crypto markets. Detailed rules. You click on that. Questions with the B sign are questions regarding crypto assets. These can be questions about ICOs, cryptocurrencies, prices, crypto related events, etc. There is a BTC prize for answering questions about crypto assets. To raise the level of motivation and engagement of the system's analysts, especially from the point of dilution of the fund due to larger numbers of participants, we, decre- we decided to increase the total monthly prize fund for the crypto market from 0.7 to 1 Bitcoin. Prizes will be sent by February 15th. Please note that neither challenges nor contests prize funds in the syndicator app have any relation to Apple or Alphabet. Underneath that, you click on the 6,000 the, the 6, little uh little icon it says every month a six thousand prize fund is distributed among all analysts with a positive balance of monthly scores in traditional markets category click on detail rules it's the exact same thing says the exact same thing as the other one if if you're creating an app and this is this is exactly what's wrong with syndicator if you're creating an app why the fuck wouldn't you point that out when you sign up for the app like it makes sense not everybody is a crypto genius uh, do you know what I mean? Like, if you're really trying to incentivize people, make it front and center on the app because everybody's downloading the app because they want to be analysts and they want to earn prizes, Bitcoin. Do you know what I mean? It's 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 simple fundamentals like that. Another problem I have with that is why the fuck aren't they using Syndicator? Yes, yes, yes. I know they are gonna they are gonna use Syndicator later on down the line once the price of Syndicator comes up in value. Yes. I know that. I understand that. But why the fuck wouldn't you start it from the beginning? Incentivize people to actually, you answer a question, you get one fucking syndicator coin or, you know, one tenth like Steam, like Steam does on their platform. It doesn't make any fucking sense. And then, so I'm looking here at the Reddit and let me read you some of the comments. So this one guy says, I guess you should read more about syndicator. Medium will be the best place, especially reward system. Okay. 
I looked at the medium. I looked as far as her 2018 blockchain. I looked as far as her, as the one underneath that, which is, let me go back up. So the very first thing, January 31st that you see on the media map, or their medium blog, Q1 2018 roadmap. I'm sorry, I'm looking the fuck ahead. Like I'm looking ahead to the platform, where it's going, where the price is gonna be. I'm not looking in the past. I went there. Underneath that, it says collective intelligence platform, development progress, new rewards, and second public sprint. I don't find that readable. Syndicator in Australia and New Zealand. Okay, don't find that readable. Bitcoin in 2018, collective intelligence vision. This is all coming from Syndicator's Medium page. Our first analytic products, sprint for active community members and QA sessions. Syndicator bot, December summary, and it just keeps going on and on. And that's why I'm saying, like, you literally have to dive deep into their Medium fucking uh blog to find out anything i'm looking fucking ahead guys i'm looking at q1 2018 roadmap a lot of people that listen to this podcast listen for investment advice or listen to get an idea of what the where this coin is at it's not to look at its fucking past yes i'll take a look if it's front and center but if you if you have a whole fucking medium blog that you want me to look at put it on your fucking website that's another thing that no one has brought up yet today no one has brought up on reddit why the fuck is it not on their website why the fuck aren't they saying they're they're providing some kind of reward system? I'm clicking at the very top. You have platform, collective intelligence, how it works, your invest intellect, funds invest money, robots trade, you earn. At the end of each period, we split the reward fund based on trading results between all forecasters, proportionally to the accuracy of each forecast. The more accurate your predictions, the higher monthly reward you receive. Oh, I get a monthly reward? Well, what the fuck is it? Because it doesn't say it on the fucking website. It just says, the more accurate your predictions, the higher monthly reward you receive. Okay, what the fuck is it? Is it a Bitcoin? Is it is it syndicator coin? What the fuck is it? And that's it. It says, create a free syndicator account. Start making your financial forecast. Receive your financial reward at the end of every month and every quarter. Okay, but what's the financial reward? Come on, people. I click on ecosystem. It gives me their ecosystem. It tells me about their tokens ecosystem schemes it tells me how they're they're kind of like it has like a digital map tells me exactly how everything works cool that's fine it just it, i'm sorry guys it just doesn't make any fucking sense it doesn't make any fucking sense why you wouldn't put that shit front and center i'm not getting mad at them i'm not even getting mad at syndicator i'm not getting mad at anybody else i'm getting mad at myself because i'm looking at all this shit and if i'm confused by it because I look at this shit every fucking day. If I'm confused by it, what do you think the people that are listening to this podcast are going to do? They're going to take one look at Syndicator. They're going to say, this is too much to fucking take in. They're going to go over to fucking YouTube. Everybody over there is pumping the shit out of it. Pumping the shit out of Syndicator saying it's 2018 high. They're going to take one look at that. They're going to take one look at the iOS app. They're going to be like, oh, it looks cool. And they're going to invest money in Syndicator. Well, I'm sorry, guys. I'm not going to let people do that without looking into it myself, especially if they're requesting it. This this show, Syndicator Show, was requested from somebody on that that's on our Patreon because it looks fascinating from a far away. And then once you get really close and you come up and close and you actually see what Syndicator really is, it's a shitty coin. I'm sorry. It's an ERC-20 token. There's no fucking decentralization anywhere on their fucking platform. Are you fucking kidding me? This fucking app is on a fucking centralized server. 
their fucking bots that they create are on a fucking centralized server. Where the fuck is the decentralization? So why the fuck would I tell somebody that's listening to my podcast to invest in fucking syndicator when when the piece of shit app is not even decentralized or anything that they do aren't fucking decentralized? And I know you're probably going to shit on that too. You're going to be like, well, how do you know that? How, go look at their fucking website. It tells you right there, none of the fucking shit that they have on here is decentralized. There's no decentralized server. There's nothing that they're creating. There's no value there. It's a fucking app at best. They should have gotten a fucking venture fund from some rich dude in San Francisco and had them invest in them. They're creating bot technology that's going to be fucking dead here in the next six months once Telegram comes out with their own fucking ICO and their own fucking blockchain and fucking tears them to the fucking ground. There's no reason to invest in syndicator long term and that was my final analysis yesterday and it's still my final analysis today this is why i'm telling you do not invest in fucking syndicator it's a piece of shit coin there's no fucking reason to invest in it it's a it's a fucking it's a top 100 app at fucking best so that's my two cents on it sorry if i pissed a lot of you guys off on fucking reddit but there are some people that that were on here that were like this guy's a, this guy's a, here, let me read, this is fucking awesome, I love it. You asked for a link, you're a journalist, <laughs> wrote a critical piece, don't know where to get the materials about the subject you write about? Boy, that's terrible journalism. Their site and their medium posts give you all the information you need to write, an accurate piece. Big Dog 192 says that, his name's, his real name's Calvin. Well, Calvin, guess what? I'm not a fucking journalist. <laughs> I have a fucking day job. A critical piece, syndicator is not worthy of a critical piece, much less an entire podcast, but I went ahead and did it anyway. I don't know where to get the materials about. No, I went to the website. That's where you get the materials about. That's terrible journalism. To actually go to their website is terrible journalism. Then he says, you could have looked at their medium post. I did look at their medium post. I'm not going to look at fucking every single fucking medium post to find and parse out the information where it says they're paying one BTC. And then the next guy comes on. He says, he's not a journalist. He's a hack. Someone who clearly is in over his head. Definitely not in over my head. I honestly don't give two fucks about syndicator coin. Honestly. And guys, I'm not a fucking journalist. <laughs> I never went to journal- journalism school or whatever the fuck they go to. And honestly, I think general- journalism and in that whole sense is fucking dead anyway. Are you kidding me? Look at the fucking news for, for Christ's sakes here in America. It's all fucking manufactured pieces of shit, talking heads, just rambling about nonsense. And it's all centered around our retarded fucking president. I'm sorry, but there is journalism's dead. It's been dead since the turn of the fucking century. Wake the fuck up. It's a joke coin, man. It's a joke fucking coin. If you guys, if you guys want to invest in it, by all means, do what you want to do. Don't take my advice. According to Syndicator subreddit, I'm a hack at best, and I'm a shitty journalist, which I never I never said I was a journalist, bro. I'm sorry. I never said I was, uh, but I just think it's fucking hilarious how people automatically assume I'm a, assume I'm a fucking journalist. If they assume I'm a journalist, then they're, they must be idiotic to be investing in this coin because they're assuming that Syndicator is a great coin, and it's not. It's a pump and dump. There you go. Let's get on to TCR, baby boy. We have a telegram. We have a telegram. Coin request. Coin request. Coin request. We have a telegram. 
All right, it's time for TCR, Telegram Coin Request. <laughs> it's still kind of silly calling it that, but hopefully we'll, hopefully one of these days I won't laugh without saying TCR, but it's funny. Uh, today's uh, Telegram request comes from uh, Cody here on our Telegram. He says, hey everyone, just wanted to get everyone's thoughts on Funfair. Me and my friends are quite bullish in this coin. We believe that it has a solid and real world application that could generate some great profits for owners. Thriller Car, would you be willing to do your research on fun and produce a podcast on it? Looking forward to hearing from everyone. Um, I told him I wouldn't do a podcast on it. Um, I told him I would look at it here on Telegram. Just to, you know, we can do a quick version of it. Um, I'm starting to realize doing these coins, these coin specific podcasts is probably not good <laughs> for the Thriller brand, Thriller podcast brand. Um, but I'm going to keep doing them. If you guys keep asking for them, I'm going to do them, obviously. So if you guys are if you guys are a Patreon at five dollars, uh, um, uh, five dollar tier, I, I will keep creating uh, these uh, these these coins that you want you want to see um, in the comments, just whatever you know. Like next week we're doing EOS, and I'm seriously or no, not we're not doing EOS. We did EOS. I'm sorry, we're doing Neo next week, and I'm like really scared now to, to do fucking Neo because I know there's an even bigger community that's centered around neo so i'm gonna try to look at everything for neo regarding like just i'm just gonna you know what i I need to start doing i need to start like actually saying you know before leaving a caveat before the main topic and like say hey maybe build out another freaking you know jingle or something and say hey this is what we're looking at you know maybe something like that because uh you know getting upset about you know stuff is just not good for my blood pressure (laughs) it makes for an interesting show but it's just not good like you know and i don't want to be fighting with anybody like honestly it's just that it's just some some people feel passionately about crypto and everybody looks at crypto in a certain way uh it's very similar to sports in a weird way um so a lot of people take the coin that they're invested in Kind of like how they take football teams. Like this weekend, we had the Super Bowl, and people are, you know, you know, you know, Patriot fans, and people are Eagle fans, and they're just like, you know, will come to blows if it comes down to it, you know, because they take their sport seriously. And crypto is kind of becoming like that with these coins that people are investing in. They're they're kind of turning it to like a sporting thing where it's just like, I don't know, me, I just I don't look at crypto like that. I really don't. I, I'm not gonna say I don't look at any crypto like that because I do look at Cardona like that and Stellar. But those are the two. Those are the two. So I guess, you know what, in a sense, I am kind of like that too. But I think I need to get better at it. And I think the community as a whole, crypto community needs to get better at not taking it personally if somebody's, you know, bringing to light some interesting things about the coin. I think, I honestly think Charlie Lee's right when he said FUD is good for a coin. You know, good and bad FUD. I think what I presented yesterday was good FUD. I think it actually is going to make Syndicator better in the long run. And I think if they improve all the things that I said, I think there'll be a better coin. And that's something that I could invest in. But I'm just right now, it's not a coin that I'm investing in. So I, I keep, I hate keep talking about it already. I'm not going to bring it up anymore. But we're going to get back to Cody. <laughs> Sorry, Cody deviated for a second. Um, we're going to talk about Funfair. So with that, let's let's check it out. Let's go over here to Coin Market Cap. This is usually where I start off at. Just to get an idea of where it's sitting, and honestly, we've already we've already covered Funfair. I think last year, um, not a whole episode, but we did cover it. Um, just kind of 
you know, uh, just kind of in a segment, I think. I forget where it was. So if we look at Funfair, it looks like it's at six cents right now. Um, it started here back in June of 2017. Okay, so it came out the gate at around three cents. That's not bad. Um, then it got, it kind of went down from there after three cents, went down to one cent. Really didn't do anything up until about August when it climbed back up to three cents. Uh, and then momentarily here, you know, when crypto was really up in at the end of August, it got up to around four cents. Since then, it's just been kind of teetering back down at one cents, two cents. It's kind of just been hanging around at the three cent mark. During November, when all the other cryptos were, were going pretty high, Funfair stayed at a penny. That's not good because that's not good, Cody. The only reason I'm, I'm saying that's not good is because at that time, November was a big, a big month in crypto. So just by sure, you know, everybody else getting involved in crypto, that should have, you know, at least moved the coin somewhat more. It looks like it only stayed at one cent the entire month of November. Oh, actually, it got to two cents. Uh, I'm looking here at this on CoinMarketCap. Then December, it got to three cents again. Um, okay, there we go. So finally, uh, towards the end of December, it looks like it got to five cents, six cents, and then peaked on December 21st at six cents. That's good. Um, and then just recently here, so almost took a total of six months, guys. Dang, this coin has been through a lot. Um, it uh, January 1st, it shot up to eight cents. That's good. Or oh, actually, no, it shot up to 10 cents on, on December 31st. So that's good. We need to find out. We need to mark that day and find out what caused that December 31st spike. Um, then from there, it shot up to 10 cents. And then it went as high as 18 cents on January 5th. Holy shit. That's, man, that's a good return. Um, and then it went as high as 19 cents January 9th. And then came the dip day. And dip day, it shot all the way back down to 7 cents. Gosh, so Cody, if you if you got in, you know, back in June, July, when it was a penny, and you believe in the coin, I hate to say it, but man, you probably should have cashed out on, on January, you know? Uh, I know you're, you and your friends are bullish on it, but man, it's it's one of those things you're not going to learn, like you're not going to know, you're not going to know that, uh, Cody, I don't know how long you've been, you know, buying coin for or being crypto for that long, but you're not going to learn that overnight like uh shit i did it again i've done it mo multiple times sometimes it's actually paid off even now even now if you look at like me holding stellar or cardano i've been holding that bitch since like five six cents and of course i should have cashed out a dollar but it's kind of harder to implement these rules that you set yourself and that's why i say like investing in crypto and staying disciplined is probably the hardest thing to do it's not it's not purchasing the coin or it's not even picking the coin, honestly. Like, I think that's the easy part. I think the hardest part is the discipline. Um, at least that's the part that I have trouble with because you got to hold that shit day to day, especially on days like this where it's red. You got to hold it, you know. And uh, if you bought it in back in June, July at a penny and then you, you know, you would want to sell it at that 20 cent mark because that's the highest it's ever going to get. Um, I make that mistake every time, too. I did it with Cardano Stellar. I've done it with Ripple. I, I, I did it here recently uh, with Verge. I bought Verge at uh, eight-tenth of a cent. Um, and then I didn't sell at 25 cents when I should have. It's like, what? You know what I mean? So I had a fuck ton of Verge too. I should have totally cashed out. So I, I held it. But, you know, the more times you do that, trust me, 
the more you start realizing like, okay, I'm going to cash out. So um, that's why I keep telling myself and keep telling you guys why I'm going to cash out on Ripple because I'm kind of like, I'm kind of just like doing it like as a reminder to myself and to you guys to keep me accountable on selling my Ripple just because I know it's going to get up pretty high here. I'm not going to want to sell it. Like I'm really not going to want to sell Ripple when it gets here to like five, seven dollars. I'm not going to want to sell it. But I need to remember in my head, like, no, sell it because it's going to get down again, you know. So anyway, but yeah, so far, so good. The only thing is it looks here. It's at six cents right now. So that's fine. It looks like it it got up to it got up to 20 cents. So that's good. So let's take a look at their social graph. That's the second thing I look at. And we want to go to their Reddit. The reason we go to their Reddit, not to not to participate because there's other people. I mean, if you love the coin, if you're a fan of it, then yeah, join the Reddit, you know, become involved in the community. That's the only way you're ever going to get, you know, people to talk about it like I'm doing right now is by getting involved in the community, reaching out to other people that are doing crypto crypto podcasts or they're doing YouTube crypto shows or whatever. Even yourself, even by tweeting about it or Instagramming about it will help the community as well. So I, I don't look at the Reddit to like look through their 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 messages or anything like that just because I'm not it's like minded people talking to other like minded people about the same thing so it's just not gonna it's not gonna do anything if you're looking at it in, you know in a in a very like you know investment way or or for the syndicator community in a journalistic way <laughs> journalist oh so funny um so let's look at it so it says Funfair is a decentralized gaming technology platform which uses the Ethereum blockchain smart contracts and our fate and our own fate channels to deliver casino solutions with games that are fun fast and fair okay that's kind of scary um let's go over here to let's go to their website that's the second place i look at guys is their website because you need a website if you don't have a website especially if you're a coin oh wow if you go to funfair.com it takes you to some rugby site that's funny funfair let's google that shit uh, funfair.io let's check it out so game changer harnessing the power of the blockchain technology to revolutionize the online casino industry okay cool revolutionizing wow there's a lot of pop-ups uh, online gaming starting an online casino is complicated and expensive that's before you try to attract players and earn their trust using blockchain technology to simplify setup and reduce costs funfair enables anyone anywhere to run their own casino oh wow the Funfair platform also offers unrivaled levels of transparency and player protection and is set to open up gaming, gaming globally. The technology has the potential to profoundly change the world, or sorry, change the gaming world, and Funfair is the first global gaming brand to unlock that potential. Our platform brings casino operators, game developers, affiliates, and players together in an open, efficient, and entertaining way. We're using powerful Ethereum blockchain technology, our own fate channels, and fun tokens to make it happen. Interesting. We're more than a dream and a white paper. With a range of prototype casino games powered by our game-changing technology, we're ahead. We're way ahead of competition. Visit our showcase and try them yourself. Play blockchain-powered slots and table games in our showcase. Company update, December 2017. See all the news. Join our mailing list. Let's take a look at their roadmap. That's the third thing I look at, guys, is their roadmap. So it looks like Q3 2016 is when they started. Uh, pretty much they spent the entire 2017 demoing a slot game. And they released a blackjack game. 
And they had a token event. That was when we saw it in June. So yeah, it looks like they just kind of ramped things up here in 2017. So 2018, their beta release, official public release. Oh, so maybe that's where. Okay, so maybe that's where happened. Okay, so remember we 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 looked at December 31st as the as the indicator why it shot up to 20% or why it shot up to 20 cents. Um, they had a platform demo at DevCom in November. And then in Q1, they had a beta release and official public release. So that probably is what happened with the uh, the 20, 20, 20 cent hike on there. I'm saying likely just because I haven't dug deeper on that. But it, it makes sense. That's a big thing. I think, and I'm, I'm trying to figure out, the thing I'm trying to figure out right now is like, do I give them coin and where are their games and how do I put them on my platform? Okay, there it goes. Discover what we're building and how it works. So their platform, revolutionary, secure, turnkey solution. That's cool. Um, how it works. So you have players and affiliates. You have casino licenses. You have a funfair platform. Sits right in the middle. And then you have all these fake channels. Tokens burn. Gaming content fun earned. Funfair, blockchain, smart contracts, the fun token. So decentralized platform, they're going to have one. Instant gaming, they're going to have that. Transparent code, rich user experience. Okay, I think I'm ready to make a decision on this. Um, and then, like I said, guys, like this is just totally spending what we spent, I don't know, five minutes on this. Not looking any further than that. Um, it's an ERC-20 token, so take that into account, Cody. Um it's not, I wouldn't say it's, I'm not, I'm just going to say these days being an ER, just an ERC-20 token is kind of a knock. It sucks, but it, it's just diluted at this point with tons of other cryptos. That's just the way it is. I mean, that's just reality, right? So what I do like about it is I like that they're decentralized. Like they're, they're harnessing the power of the Ethereum network and they're trying to create their own decentralized platform. Casinos, people love casinos. I love casinos. I love online casinos. You know, I also like, you know, gambling on these sites with my Bitcoin, or I used to. I used to, that's how I fucking lost a lot of my Bitcoin, by the way. Um, used to do that a lot, um, especially with like sports and stuff. Used to, oh my God, I could tell you stories. Anyway, um, so there's a market for it. There obviously is, especially in crypto. I think crypto and casinos just make sense, especially online, obviously. Um, they have a fuck ton of circulation. So, they have a total of 11 billion fun coins. Um, yeah, that's a lot. Uh, total fund in circulation by November is 4 billion. Total fund held in cold storage is 4 billion. Total fund held by Funfair founders, 2 billion. So it looks like they're, all their coins have already been split up. So I guess they're going to release them slowly. Tokens held by Funfair founders are locked and released over an 18-month period. Well, that's good. So that means 18 months from June 17th would be June, July, August, September, October, November. June, July, August. I would say cool until maybe that gets released. That sounds like that could be that could hurt the price. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's kind of one of those things, Cody, like how bullish are you on this? Are you bullish on long-term? I think long-term... To be honest with you, I don't know, man. It's a crapshoot on this one. 
It really is. Like I think it's I think it's honestly a legitimate platform. It looks legitimate to me. Um I want to see their showcase. Oh, okay, cool. So they have a showcase on hopefully their games. Oh, they do. Nice. Well, that's cool. Funfair the game changer. So it's a Oh, fuck. So it just played it just played really loud music. Oh, wow, dude. So this is slick, man. Holy shit, it's loading blackjack right now. I can play. See, this is how you build a fucking prototype, guys. Oh, that's nice. Holy fuck. Now, let me bet. Okay, I'm sold. <laughs> Dude, that's awesome. So, it, it literally, like, as soon as I didn't even see that, but it's at the very, they need it, honestly, fun fair, if you're listening, at the very top where you say short showcase, put on there click now or something so people know to click on that. That looks just like a regular just kind of like a title it doesn't look like anything um when you click on that it's pretty cool you guys should check it out funfair.io if you go to there the showcase it actually shows like the gambling what it looks like it looks pretty cool actually um that was slick man so if that's decentralized that's fucking awesome um yeah it's at six cents right now i honestly think cody uh we know it can get back to 20 cents right so it's gonna get back there I think it's kind of it's going to be on this coin seems like it's going to be predicated on its uh, next game that they release or its partnerships or even its uh, its own its own its own people or its own people that are holding Funfair and actually using it to participate, you know, on all these other platforms. Hopefully they can get people that will want to create their own Funfair uh, gaming website, you know, and use their decentralized apps to, you know, gain fun tokens and use fun tokens as a, as a mean of payment. So it hits all the marks that you want it to hit. Um, and it hits the mark of having, uh, you know, creating some kind of product that you can feel that's tangible, like their website, that the, the, the video games that they had there. Um, there's a use for the token. It's not just a token just to create it, just to create it, you know. So there's use for the token because it's going to be used on the gambling website, which is awesome. It's decentralized, big fucking word, decentralized. So it's actually using the Ethereum blockchain, you know, for a reason great um it's a buy it's a buy i don't know how high it's going to get i couldn't predict that i don't think anybody could but i think it will be predicated on the type of partnerships that they get and the type of video games that they come out with later on and if they're as good as that one i can't wait to see what their sports betting looks like if they if they get into sports where i can bet on the super bowl and it shows like i don't know you know, uh, you know, play by play or something like that, like a ticker, or, you know, something like that. I think that could be huge. Um, it sounds like they're building a nice platform. Um, so yeah, fun fair, six cents. If I had the money, I would throw 50 bucks on it just to, just to see what happens. Cause we know we can get to 20 cents. Can I get to a dollar? It may, it makes, it makes more sense at a dollar. You know what I mean? But if it went to a dollar, then, um, Whew, that's going to be a lot of money for you. So, yeah, I think that's it. I think we covered it. Hopefully that was enough information for you, Cody. Um, that's what Thriller Podcast thinks. I, if I had 50 bucks, I would invest in it and then slowly see where it goes from there. Um, so if you guys are interested, check out their website. The website's pretty slick. I love it. Uh, but, yeah, with that, let's go ahead and get into our coin talk segment, baby boy. Time. 
everything you have been waiting for. Point up, point up, point up. So first off, I want to thank everybody that's you know joined our Telegram. Uh, it's quickly becoming like one of my favorite things to do every morning, and everything to check up on during the day. Like everybody that's on that Telegram channel is fucking awesome. Really smart guys. They're like there's some really smart people there. Um, Cody recommended Funfair, dude. You're doing everything everything for me. Like, dude, that's a totally great like. I feel like you guys are setting these balls up for me and I'm just hitting them out of the park because this coin, that's a really solid coin. Like it's a really solid coin. Like I said, I don't know what it's going to do long term, but I think in the short term, yeah, dude, like that's a solid coin. I feel like everybody at Telegram, on, on our Telegram, their podcast Telegram provides very great insight. I think, I honestly think better insight than I provide. Like um, I've seen some posts in there where I'm just like, holy shit, like these guys know their shit. And um, I appreciate you guys are on that channel. I appreciate every single one of you. Um, I know a lot of you guys uh, uh, are super helpful to the rest of the people there. And that's awesome. Like, So thank you for that. And uh, there's ladies in there as well. So I don't want to leave out the ladies because the ladies are um, saying great things. And they're also providing great insight as well. So thank you, ladies, too. Um, yeah, man. You guys need to join the, or everybody just needs to join the, the Telegram. Uh, it's it's quickly becoming like one of my favorite things to do throughout the day. Um, you can always find somebody in there leaving a topic and, and talking. Um, hopefully once Telegram releases our ICO, <laughs> we, we can all know together when that happens. <laughs> that's what, that's, that's going to be the awesome part. So if you guys haven't uh, checked out Telegram through our podcast, Telegram, go check it out. There's some really smart people on there. Way smarter than me, uh, making way more responsible moves uh, with their cryptocurrency. So I really appreciate you guys uh, helping everybody there. And, and ladies, thank you for helping everybody else there too as well. Um, okay, with that, it's going to get into the disclaimer. Remember, Thriller Podcast does not give financial advice. He cannot tell the future, even if he thinks he can. He is just some dude trying to save the world one Satoshi at a time. Alright guys, so we're talking cryptocurrency today, and it's bad. <laughs> it's really bad. Uh, remember Dip Day? Oh, we can only dream for days like Dip Day. Because <laughs> it's fucking bad. Like, it's really bad. I, I looked at my blockfolio this morning, briefly, and I haven't looked since. I'm just afraid to. It's It's really bad. So... I don't want you guys to. I don't want you guys to think that uh, I'm not taking this seriously because I totally am. I am just somebody that has been through this before, so and I'm sure most of you guys have too as well. If you if if a lot of you guys are new to this podcast and are new to crypto, and you're scared out of your minds right now, that's perfectly normal. The first time I went through that, hell yeah, it sucked. It sucked big time. It sucks. It sucks. Like these are the days that make the days of, of where we get like, you know, $1,000, you know, day by day, you know, volume. And it's it makes those days even better because of days like this. So I'm going to tell you a story. 
today my brother called me and he called me um, right off, after I got off of work. So I talked to him right after I got off of work. Uh, uh, shout out to all his coworkers. Um, he told me that uh, he told me that uh, they would listen to the podcast now. So shout out to all, all my brother's coworkers. You guys are awesome. Uh, so thank you for listening too. Um, he told me that uh, he was he was scared. Like, and I, I told him I was like, you know what? I've been through this before, and I remember days like this. It, it they suck. Like they really do suck. The best thing you can do is look at your blockfolio once in the morning and then not look at it again um, because it's just going to stress you out um, because you're investing a lot of money in this. You really are. Um, now, when I look at days like this, I look at opportunity. So when I was talking to him, I was like, man, Bitcoin looks really good right now, $8,000. And I, I know he, he started laughing when I said that, but... In honesty, right now, it looks really good at $8,000. It's at $8,773. It looks really good. It's down 14%. But to me, $8,000 is a really good price to get in at Bitcoin right now. Am I am I bullish on Bitcoin? You're fucking right. I think if, I think if you're involved in crypto, if you're investing in crypto and you're not bullish on Bitcoin, like I said yesterday, I think you're hodling wrong. Because... As these alts go, go, Bitcoin goes. So if Bitcoin goes up, these alts will go up. If Bitcoin goes down, these alts will go down. Very rarely, I think I've only seen maybe one or two instances where Bitcoin is down considerably and everything else is up. The other thing that I try to reiterate, and I, re- I reiterated this again during dip day, is when I told you guys, I'm not scared because look at Bitcoin. It's a solid, solid coin. I know there's a lot of people that hate on the transaction fees, everything like that, but it's a solid coin through and through. It's resilient as fuck. It's the OG of crypto. It's everything that we dream about. It's 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 gonna save the world. I truly believe that. Ethereum is another solid coin. You know, we can shit on their ERC twenty tokens all day long, but Ethereum as a plot as a platform as a blockchain is solid as fuck. And those are both down double digits. Ethereum is down 15%. It's at $967. We got Ripple at $0.87, down 23%. What? And Ripple, I'm not saying is a great platform. I mean, they do some things, right? Uh, But you guys know I'm biased on that shit. Um, But I will say, though, that uh, Ripple, who are they backed by? And this is not this is not conspiracy theories. (laughs) I've heard that around uh, around the web. No, they're backed by bankers, central bankers at that. I don't think they're going to allow that coin to fail. That's just, uh, I have a kind of a twisted mind when it comes to, you know, you know, stuff like that. But I, I, I think it's safe to say that I don't think they're going to let Ripple fail. It's at 87 cents. I think that's a perfect buying opportunity for Ripple, especially if I believe that they're going to show up here on Coinbase here pretty soon. I believe that. But then again, guys, I'm real, I'm real biased on that. So take that with a grain of salt. Seriously. Um, we look at Bitcoin Cash. Bitcoin Cash has even gotten down. You think Roger Ver and um, uh, his friends at Bitmain are going to allow that coin to you know, crash down and burn? I don't think so. I don't think so at all. I don't think so. Um, that's a pet project of his. You know, He wants Bitcoin Cash to take over as the supreme ruler for Bitcoin. Um, and it's at $1,100 right now. It's down 21%. We look at Cardano. Cardano's at 37 cents. 
haven't seen Cardano that low since last year. Like last year, like around, what was it, June? No, not June. I'm sorry. It was uh, fucking November, I think it was. It's down 29%. Are you kidding me? So if Cardano's down and they have everything going for them, they're doing everything right that you're supposed to do. Again, I'm a fanboy of Cardano. I'm not going to lie. I'm a fanboy of Stellar too as well. A totally fanboy all over those two coins. I love them. Uh, I think they're doing great things. But you guys already knew that. So I'm biased on those two. But I think they're building great platforms. And they're they're both down 29%. Cardano's down 29% at $0.37. Cents. Seller's down 24% at $0.40. Cents. Cardano was just at $1.15, like what, less than three weeks ago? And now it's at $0.37. Cents. Yeah, guys, there's... There's, it makes no sense. This literally makes no sense why all these great coins are down. NEO, we're going to look at next week. It's down 20%. Litecoin. Litecoin's another resilient coin. OG resilient motherfucking coin, Litecoin. $135. Down 17%. Yeah. This is why I'm not scared because I'm looking at these great coins and I'm seeing these top, these top eight. They're great solid coins. Solid as fuck people behind them what they have going for them the the platforms they're building um it's 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 a big impact these these top eight coins are big impact coins if they're down and say you're holding funfair today or you're holding status today or you're holding syndicator today or you're holding you know um these other small smaller coins like tron or verge or any of these other coins. If you're holding all that stuff, you know, like Sia coin, like, you know, R chain, like anything like that, like bat, you know, like golem. If you're holding all that stuff and you're worried because you're like, oh, I just bought that two days ago at so and so amount, should I sell it? No, you shouldn't sell. You never sell on days like this. Trust me, guys. This is something that is normal now i will say i'm not not trying to like um just ignore everything because i'm not not trying to put my umbrella over my head and just say crypto's failing blah blah so i'm going to continue the story with my brother he 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 asked me he's like crypto's crypto's dying isn't it I, i told him i was like no it's not if anything i think this shows how resilient it can be long term this just makes everything stronger in the end. I truly believe that. Look at Bitcoin. If Bitcoin can drop from 20000 back down to 8000 that's one resilient motherfucking coin. Now, don't get me wrong. If Bitcoin gets below 1000 I will be scared. <laughs> we should all be scared at that point. But I remember saying that on Dip Day. If you listen back on the Dip Day episode... Or maybe even prior episodes, I have said that. If it gets below $1,000, I'll be scared. I'll be like, fuck. Ah, shit. I'll still I'll still be doing this podcast, though. I don't think it's going to get to $1,000. I literally don't. I don't think it's going to get to $1,000. I could be wrong. It could get to $1,000, you know, by the end of the, in the next week. And I'm not trying to scare anybody. That's not my intentions. I'm just saying, like, it's not going to get to $1,000. There's no fucking way. But I did say that. I don't think it's going to get below $10,000, and it did. But I'm buying Bitcoin, man. I'm, 
I don't think you guys realize, but I'm playing the long game. I'm playing the long game on Bitcoin. You know, I think you guys, it's kind of one of those things that I'll give you guys, uh, I'll give you guys a little something to think about because we're not going to review the rest of the market cap. There's no point. There's no point of, of dwelling on all these coins being down. Trust me. Like we don't need a podcast where we're just, you know, telling you how bad it is. And it's not because I don't want to do it. It's just that I don't want to torture you guys. And I kind of don't want to torture myself. There's a lot of these coins I'm holding that that hurts. Power Ledger down to 65 cents. That's a perfect buying opportunity. But fuck, that hurts. Uh, I don't even want to look at status right now. That's one I'm fucking holding too. Let's see where it's at. I'm sure it's fucking down bad. I don't want to look at it, but I'm going to look at it for you guys. Damn, status at 17 cents. That fucking hurts. <laughs> it's down 30%. Shit. Like, these are really bad. These are really... That's why I'm saying I don't want to do a whole podcast where we're just... Look at Dragon Chain. Dragon Chain's doing horribly. This, this is why we're not going to talk about that. I think on days like this, we need comfort. And that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to comfort you guys. Uh, I do want you guys to realize that uh, I'm very bullish on Bitcoin and I'm bullish on Bitcoin for a reason, for one reason alone. When I got into this game, there was really only one coin that I wanted and that was Bitcoin. Nothing else I wanted. I didn't want anything else. I just wanted Bitcoin. Every every month, every dollar that I had, I would spend it on Bitcoin. That's why I never bought Litecoin in the early days. I mean, I bought a little bit, but I didn't buy I should have bought more, but I didn't. Same thing with Ethereum. When Ethereum was like 10 bucks, I just ignored it. Just didn't buy it. But I bought a lot of Bitcoin. And it's kind of one of those things where I, I love the idea of trading cryptocurrency. I thought that was a, no, a novel idea. I thought, and, I, and then the more I researched it and found out what it truly is about, you know, what Bitcoin's really about, it's what I love the most about it. It's awesome. So when whenever I think you guys... I think one of the one of the best things somebody ever said was I don't remember who said this, but they said something like, "If you want to hide something, you hide something in plain sight." And uh, I always thought that was an interesting take on keeping secrets. And to be honest with you guys, I started this podcast because I wanted to talk about Bitcoin. Like that was one of the main reasons honestly those were some of my favorite episodes where we were talking about bitcoin hitting five thousand dollars hitting three thousand dollars hitting four thousand dollars hitting eight thousand dollars hitting ten thousand dollars hitting fifteen thousand dollars like those were some of my favorite fucking episodes so to see it going back down to eight thousand dollars is fucking killing me it's killing me the plain secret that i always hid in plain sight is i'm bullish on bitcoin and I always will be so don't fucking sell your bitcoin buy it and save the world this is the end of the show you have been listening to thriller coin talk with R. gonzalez remember thriller coin talk is not financial advice everything car said likely won't come true it is up to you now go do your own research listen to other dudes that start their name with crypto and not hard. And remember, buy Bitcoin and save the world. One Satoshi at a time. <laughs>